But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Hello, everybody. That, that's my new weird intro voice. It's, that's how I talk now. I like I it. It's, it. It's sort of NPR y. Oh, no, no NPRs. Aliens are real. <laughs> That's how you just gotta you have to just whisper. Aliens are real. But hi everybody. Uh, my name's Patrick McClellan. I am a one half host of the Shift, which is the uh, the best Astros baseball show in the, in the city of Houston. Uh, and I have a special treat tonight. We are coupling that with the also number one Astros podcast, which I happen to be a part of. Well, maybe I'm the common denominator. Maybe I'm what is what's great. I never thought about that, but uh, I'm joined by my co-host of uh, Lima Time Time Podcast, uh, James Yasko. Uh, he is joining me now to uh, talk some Astros offseason. Um, I know everybody's clamoring for it. Everybody's excited about the Texans. We get the nine wins in a row. It's great. I was all, I almost wore my J.J. Watt jersey, but uh, but no, we're going to talk some Astros baseball and some uh, you know baseball around the around the league and uh, you know the different acquisitions and the. What's the stupid term? Hot stove? Yes. What's this dump? The hot stove? Um, Steve Fountain wants to know if North Shore won. I have no idea, but my assumption is yes. <laughs> Always. They, yeah, if I, if I had to, if I, there was a gun to my head right now and I've looked at no scores, North Shore probably won. Yes, they but, did. But this, is, but this is baseball, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna reel it in. I, I love that I, have to, I get to say reel it in. <laughs> and it's at least somebody else saying, Patrick, reel it in. So welcome to the show. This is yeah the shift uh, and Lima time time mashup. Is that what the kids call these things? Mashups. So uh, James, welcome welcome to the show. Even though it's your show as well. Hey, thanks. It's uh, an honor and a and a privilege, and I'm very very excited to be here on a Saturday night talking about the Astros because they're not doing anything. Uh, they aren't. Well, they're signing a bunch of catchers. They are signing a bunch of catchers, Team which we're all excited. We need if there's anything that I've always said, it's it's we need more we need more catchers. <laughs> no one, but, uh, no one regretted having too many catchers. Okay, and uh, and if you guys don't already follow James, um, is it is it just at Astros County? And yeah. There's no underscores, the weird weird things in there. No, I jumped on it. I jumped on it early. No underscores, just at Astros County. Yeah, I know. I bet there's all these people like, oh, and there are a bunch of Astro, Astros County 04s like, oh, I was so close. <laughs> the Russians. I'm, the, I'm the fourth best Astros County. So uh, James is a, probably the best uh, Astros content follow. Um, Astros County is one of the one of the best websites, um, in my opinion. You're probably more journalistic than most. Would you would you agree, or would you absolutely deny that? I am going through a a, a season of, of crippling self doubt. So basically, all I do at the moment is uh, is just post links every morning to just to kind of keep people updated on what the rumors That's- are, what the trade chatter is. So I'm uh, I've got the worst case of writer's block ever, and I don't believe in myself as a writer at this very moment. So I'm sure that'll change at some point, but but that's sort of where it is right now. Okay, well that was a very depressing and <laughs> not a good argument for yourself. So I, thank you for selling yourself 
absolutely horribly, <laughs> but uh, that's fine. But yeah, but definitely, uh, definitely give him a follow if you're a baseball fan, please, and uh, and check out the website. Uh, I highly recommend it. That's how we kind of linked up. You like how I tied that in with your hot links? Nice, nice. Um, so yeah, we started Lima Time Time. Is it is it three years ago? Four this, years ago? This will be season. This coming season will be season. It'll be season four. We, we started oh, in we started in sixteen. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, right after the 2015 season. Uh, that's right. So yeah, that's uh, wow. That's not good for our for our aging. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah, so check out the podcast, um, Lima Time Time. You can find it on any of the pod podcasting gimmicks. And then the shift, which I host here at uh, Sports Radio 610. Uh, we're in the off season right now, and my co-host Derek Fogel is off doing God knows what. But if we're being honest, thank God. I finally, I'm finally free from his reins, <laughs> from his from his reign of terror. No, no, Fogel's the best. I wish uh, I wish he was here so we could kind of do uh, do a show with all three of us because he'd love to. I know he'd love to talk some baseball too. That'd be fun. So let's uh, let's get into it. Let's let's talk some baseball. What do you what do you got What do you got for us, James? Well, the, I think the last time we recorded an episode, the Astros were still in the ALCS, which I think they could still pull out. Yeah, somebody. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. They could. They're, they're very streaky. They could. They could come turn on at any time and, and win that pennant. No, so, um, so somebody just, made a joke. I think it was. Uh, I think it was uh, alias Terry, but said something about Terry Frisk. Alias Terry Frisk. I don't know what his handle is. I'll have to look it up. I think. But I said something about. Oh, I don't. I, I'm on pins and needles. The uh, I need to know if the uh, the the Astros could escape the Oakland Athletics. <laughs> Because that's that's how long ago it was when we did an we did an episode. I feel I feel really bad because we got a we rescued a dog who he's I mean of the list of things that he has destroyed since we've gotten him, it's a good thing he's he's adorable uh, because he'd be abandoned again. Uh, he ate he ate my threat of abandoned dogs. He ate he ate my computer cord. He's eaten the bottom third of the Christmas tree. Like he'll jump up and grab ornaments off. Like we've had to reposition ornaments that are sentimental. And is and, your dog possibly the Grinch? It's 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 incredibly possible. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, is your dog the Grinch? I just wanted to know. I was able to finally get a new a new cord, and the, it's this is the laptop that that is where the Lima Time Time podcasting magic happens. So finally got a new cord, and uh, I want to thank my friend Bo for having an extra one, and uh, and now we're back. Oh, so. You know what? Bows are a reliable people. But Your he, team, for the most part, I, I know a couple of terrible ones. But I mean, you start you start with Bo Jackson. Yes. Uh, Bo Diddley. He's B E A U, and I think that ends a little bit more class. Oh yeah, that's the yeah the French bow. Or yeah. I mean, it doesn't have the X on it like the weird LSU people. No, there's no X. I might add one though. Yeah, that'd be yeah that'd be the, that'd be the way to go. So, uh, okay, well, shout out to Bo for that. I'm glad that we can actually do our show again, and I'm glad that we could do this um, this collaboration with uh, with Sports Radio 610, who I happen to like. I think it's a pretty cool station. I'm I'm not doing well. And, I, and in I'm my, not contractually. I am contractually obligated to say that. Is it, I am okay. Well, I am contractually <laughs> obligated to say it, but I do uh, I do believe it. So there's also that. I'm I'm just depressing everybody. I, I've talked about crippling self doubt and abandoning my dog, and and this is not a great beginning. <laughs> it's not a great. Oh start. yeah, there's no yeah. We're not going to get any listeners for. Um, you're not doing too well, but that's okay. We'll. Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about a Ledness Diaz, and everything will turn around. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 talk about that. So okay, so um, 
I'm going to hand the, I don't want to, I keep saying reins. Why am I saying reins so much? I'm going I'm to hand it over to you. So what do you got for us? Okay, Let's, so. Where, where are we going to start? I want to I talk about what the pacing of the Astros offseason are, okay. and, I, and I'm going to ask this with, a, with an answer. I don't, I, we tend to agree on, on most things. Um, right. But uh, I, I have a. Except religion and, all, and politics and everything else. <laughs> I, have a, I have a response ready. I'm asking this knowing that uh, you should know that I'm ready to pounce. Are you concerned about the Astros' pace this offseason? Are things moving too slowly? Do you feel like, yeah, this is kind of how it goes? Or, or, or how, how are you feeling about the offseason thus far? Um, I, and let, me, let me preface this by saying that I, uh, I don't know how much of my attitude or, and my answers is reflective of how I feel. How I'm, still, I'm still off the World Series high. Okay. Uh, some people went. Some people went the opposite route, and they're com- very irrationally impatient. Uh, so I, I, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to preface this by saying that I don't know if that, um, if my answer that I'm about to say is is part of that. That I just have patience. That I'm just like, oh, we won the World Series. I'm good. But I have, I have zero problem with it. Um, I, I think people need to remember that our. Our biggest move last year happened in January with the Garrett Cole. Yep, the Garrett Cole deal. So, um, I mean, the winter meetings or the winter meetings meetings are this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Is that I correct? Think, I think they officially start tomorrow, and I don't know if they like break open a champagne bottle to yes, signify yeah, the, that that's that's the, how they start. The blood of baby goats or whatever, 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 man, whatever weird Manfred's cult's up to at the same, <laughs> whatever Manfred's cult is like, yeah, they're doing whatever their rituals are. But, uh, so yeah, so I mean the, the cold deal was, was January of last year. Um, I think uh, people start getting antsy when other players sign elsewhere. And I think maybe the Goldschmidt going to, to St. Louis, uh, he was kind of a target at least in the eyes of a lot of fans, given that he's a Houston guy and that, uh, he would have absolutely helped. But, um, so I, I think that starts getting people, once these start people si- seeing people sign uh, elsewhere and other deals get done, it makes uh, people get antsy. I agree. I agree with that. And, and I was, I was ready to go, to go with the, Hey, Garrett Cole didn't, didn't happen until January. Freaking JD Martinez didn't sign with Boston until like 20 minutes before opening day. Um, you know, you, you just kind of wait to see how the market develops. And, and I think, right. you know, the, the, if there's anything that we've learned is that the Astros will not overextend themselves in terms of money, years or prospects to get the player that they want. Like they would rather let a player walk and go for the next best deal for them. And, and, and we've said right. this, we've said this on our show in at least 40 of, of our 80 something episodes, like they don't care what we think. Like they obviously, like the front, the Astros front office is not beholden to fan sentiment, and they will one hundred percent tell us to piss off. I uh, I love that. Um, it's like the um, it's you almost respect it. It's it's sort of like an abusive boyfriend. <laughs> so I don't I don't know how much it is is that I'm you just I just want him to be nice to me, mm-hmm. and, and by him I mean the Astros. But um, I, <laughs> I respect it because we're stupid. Yeah, no. We don't have we don't have the uh, the file rooms of analytics, and we don't have the algorithms and the the maths and all that stuff, and the the access to uh, to everything they have. So even the 
the informed fan, or and even somebody uh, you know as in media or a journalist that has you know some inside knowledge still doesn't know anything. I don't, I don't remember what exactly the percentage was that uh, Kevin Goldstein told us. Um, remember we asked. Oh yeah. How much we asked him, and, I, and that might have been the. Uh, that was the Bozoathon. Bozoathon. Uh, we asked him how much uh, information that because we have access to a lot. We asked him what, how close it was to what they had, and what you know. I don't remember what how exactly you phrased the question, but he alluded to the fact that we don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. We don't. He's. I think he said because yeah, I think it was like with fan graphs and with with uh, Darren with the the baseball savant. You know, with all the information right. that we have at our fingertips. Right. The how how much how much more information do they have? And he's and I I believe his exact response was truckloads, and well, there yeah, was a, and that's so that's and he's probably dialing it back. So hyperbole or not, that's that's terrifying, <laughs> and not and not terrifying in the sense of like I wonder how much that actually is. Well, there was there was an article in the in the Athletic that Enosaurus wrote, and I believe it was yesterday. Uh, we're talking about, you know, there's so many regulations on what, on how much money teams can spend on the draft and on international, you know, the 16 year old, when you hear that they gave $3 million to a 16 year old from the Dominican, you know, there's, there's there's, what it is. Yeah. There's, there's limits on, on, on how much money teams can spend because owners are generally greedy, terrible people. And the, is, that, is that a fact? Are you are you on the record as owners are greedy, terrible people? Yeah, there's no. You shouldn't. You're minor leaguers. Jim Crane, the Saint Jim Crane. You're, and I'll say this: I, I do appreciate Jim Crane as an owner because he'll stay out of the way. But there is absolutely no reason that the future of your organization should be living eight to an apartment and and getting like Chipotle once a day and just eating peanut butter because they can't afford to do anything else. That is reprehensible, and that is a moral stain on baseball. And all the owners should be ashamed of themselves because of how much money they make just in TV rights to pay minor leaguers a living wage. And if in and all thirty of them that don't do that uh, should have to answer to that before the fans and before God. Uh, yeah, they will. They will all be sent to hell for that main <laughs> reason. So that's gonna be that's gonna be terrible when they get to the old pearly gates. And they're like, you know what? I mean, you. you Philanthropically, you did a lot for charity, you did all this, but uh, you didn't pay the minor leaguers enough. And uh, your future first baseman is eating peanut butter with his fingers. Like, what? What are you doing? Like, what? What are you? It, you know, it's an interesting, and, and uh, Derek and I have talked about it uh, a, a bunch on, on on the shift as as well. That it's 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 tough too because once the uh, the players get to the big league level, it it almost they can't. They work. They're in the major leagues. They can't really speak out for the most part against it or be in any kind of lawsuits or anything to uh, to help the minor leaguers out. So right. it's like I know they they understand the plight, and I know that they probably think that they should be paid, but they're never going to say that. Yeah, I don't think they can. You 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 can't. Your boss. You play. You're there, and especially. I mean, there's probably certain players that are. They have so much stardom that they have the clout that they can say whatever they want and and not be punished. But if if you just um, if you're up and you haven't signed your first big deal yet, that's a very slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, because because what you want if you make it to the majors, you're you're on that minimum salary, and of course the minimum salary is like five hundred 
something thousand dollars. Right, but you want to keep that and have a chance to get more. And so why would you why would you jeopardize that even <laughs> if you truly believe it? Because it is it is reprehensible what they. Uh, well, they have to pay their credit cards. They, I don't want to say what they pay. I mean, it's a joke. Um, yeah, Derek played. Uh, some a little bit of minor league baseball and just said that it was, I mean, it was a, literally exactly that, that it was all eight of them lived there and that, uh, like the only time it was any good was that if, if you get a, uh, if you'd get a star player coming down for a, a rehab and mm-hmm. you got the spread in the clubhouse. Yeah. That's the only time they eat good or have even, he may even have food there. I, I, I don't know. That's, but that's. And, and Not the best. how much? How much of of that minimum salary? That you, let's say, let's say you're Tyler White, and I'm just picking Tyler White because because I love that guy. But how much of of his of his major league salary this year or, or last year or whatever was going to pay like credit card bills from when he went like, went to McDonald's and and went to go like supplement like whatever nutritional restrictions he was under, and it's just I mean, and, and nutritional restrictions. Well, I mean, like, not restrictions, deficit. Like, you're like you're you're paying credit <laughs> okay, okay, okay. you're paying credit card bills for for going to eat, and and I don't I don't, I don't and, and I don't I, I've not and, talked to Tyler White about that, so I don't know. Yeah, if that's the case. yeah, yeah. We have to. We would have to talk to it. But yeah, but you're right. And and luckily that the ones that do make it are in a um are in a financial position to be able to to take care of that and wipe that out when they when they do start making the the uh, major league money. But imagine, uh, you know, giving, you know, going on a run and paying paying five to seven years of minor league ball, chasing your dream, and running up those credit cards, and then you have to go work at CarMax. Yeah, yeah. And then so and then, so then you have, I mean, you have. It's probably, hopefully, it's not equivalent to college loans. But why wouldn't it be if you if you play for years and you're just running up credit card bills? On the um, and, I, and I'm sure they can get access to it. I bet there'd be banks are saying, "Here, here's a giant limit. You know, you're a major league player. There's a chance that you know that you may pay it. So they may even be have banks may take risks on them and give them that credit. And then if you don't make it, then that's just that. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, that's a real good depressing start to this show. <laughs> how did how did how did we get here? Uh, you asked me a question. I can't remember how we. I don't got- know. I'm just. I always steer it towards unions. That's just kind of like my thing. I like to talk about. I like to talk about unions. Let's talk about the umpire union next. <laughs> uh, so and why uh, Joe West should be to drive off a cliff. Yes, I. Uh, so I, I teach high school and and I, I teach an AP class and the, I, I had to let it go for. A, I couldn't think about it for for a good week because I was I would just get so raging angry. After a week, I settled down to where I could at least be a reasonable human being about okay. the, about the Joe West call. But I I made them right. Uh, the Joe S. Call, which one? Oh, that's a good. That's a that's a great point. The, and the, like that, there is some there is some jest in 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 my response, but also which one? The the <laughs> the Jose Altuve home run fan interference call. Ridiculous. Uh, but I they had to I I made them watch the clip and it was I treated it like it was the freaking Zapruder film and and we watched the 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 angle from. We watched the replay from as many different angles as we could, and then they had to they had to assess the validity of Joe West's call. Uh, I, I, you know, the thing that gets me the most is, um, oh God, Joe West! Uh, shout out to Danny. Danny said he's enjoying the show so far, and then laughed about Joe West. Joe West, I just don't understand how these guys get to. 
to keep their jobs. Um, and the, I mean, the, the two main people that, that come to mind is, is Joe West and Angel, a.k.a. Demon Hernandez, <laughs> that, that are borderline negligent and self-serving. And almost it almost makes me think that they're, there's some sort of gambling or um, mafia or something. There's just something not right with some of the calls and even with the reviews not being i don't know so, here's another here's another sunshine topic that we can talk about yeah the astros losing I, it's it is just the um you know the the altuve call and the boston call the uh, oakland call yeah uh, these reviews um that are it's clear to everybody and they had you know they had the i guess the umpires had the wherewithal to um or negotiating tactic to use that nfl um, the evidence it has to be it has to every it has to be what's the what's the word that they use I can't think of it uh, enough to overturn the call on the field yeah I can't think I just can't think of the the, the the right word but yeah so that they use that gray area um, to almost in a very umpire very umpire esque way to not overturn calls unless and he, I mean I'd say unless it's uh, obvious and but there's sometimes where it's obvious and they just they side with themselves and their egos and they stick with the call when everybody on earth sees so I don't know if they don't want to show each other up and it's just part of their loyalty to each other which I I honestly think that that's part of it. I think that's part of it. I think that 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 the issue with especially with the Joe West call and, and again, I'm, I think I'm reasonable enough to say this, that he had to make a, he was standing so far away from Mookie, was it, it was Mookie Betts, right? Yeah, Mookie Betts jumping into the stands uh, over the field of play, that, that he had to make a call, and, and because he had to make a call, then they had to review the video based on that call. There should be a caveat where the umpire, and they'd never do this because they're all egotistical maniacs, but there has to be a, <laughs> there has to be an option where the umpire just looks and says, or they have to think like, look, everyone's going to see this on Twitter from a better angle than I have. They there should be like a I don't know option where let's just see what the video shows because my positioning wasn't the best or it happened too far away. If, if, if Joe West and, and what I will give my students credit for, and I, I, I'll credit myself for this was that most of them said, if he had called it a home run, then there wouldn't have been enough evidence to overturn it. But because he called it fan interference, there wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. And that's a, that's become a tale as old as time, a song as old as rhyme. Yeah. I'm just singing beauty and the beast now, but, um, (laughs) That happens a lot, where it is whatever the call was, is would be the call that stands, and it would go both ways. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem, and it's also so human to go ahead and side with the hum- the the guy, the person watching it at game speed. And then go into a robot. Yeah. How how stupid is that? Yeah. And and Joe West was at you least have these cameras. But let's go let's go with the guy watching it at this at at levels that you can't even. I mean, there's there's so many bang bang plays and stuff to where you just can't. There's no way that you and I can can always get it right. Why do you? Why is that the thing 
that that, that takes precedence over the over the the actual cameras. Right. That's absolutely egregious. Hilarious. It's it's almost hilarious. I mean, it's not. It's hilarious until it happens to you, and you are convinced that the uh, major league is a. The entire league is against you and your city uh, repeating as world champions. <laughs> well, and it's it's still hilarious to me that the the official MLB replays account on Twitter did, has, has not posted that that replay. Why? Why would they? I yeah, mean, there's they, no I, point. Well, it, it's good for comedy now because we can. Well, that, they'll never not get lit up until there's not a Twitter about that. <laughs> it's something that makes me laugh. And even and, and, and usually that stuff like gets on my nerves after a while, where it's just like, okay, we get it. But I laugh every time <laughs> I, I see just a random post that said, still haven't seen that Altuve. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's as telling as anything else. Them not doing it. Cowards. You cowards. Yeah. Come get some MLB re- at MLB replays powered by Mitel or whatever you're powered by. Mitel. Power- I think that's what it's called. Is it whatever? They have a sponsor, and someone pays them to get crap wrong and be they misleading. Need to buy, tell themselves to do better. That's got them. That's a little, little, play, on, little play on words there for you. Okay, so we've all right. So we've lit up uh, the reprehensible minor league wages. We've lit up Joe West and the umpires. What else? And what else Demon Hernandez. So, but so let's um, so let's go let's go Astro specific. Let's actually talk some Astros baseball. Um, we 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 uh, in Lima time time fashion we deviated and never returned. Yeah. So I believe the question started with how I felt about the pace of the off season. Yes, that's so right. Circle back. To, so to circle back to that, I am perfectly fine with it. Um, there there's still work to be done, but they uh, and and they've and they've said that that, that there's still they're 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 starting pitching, which is obviously something that needs to be addressed. And um, I think I think on starting pitching a bat, and I I think they maybe alluded to also a you know another relief arm, which I don't know if that's necessarily something they need. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was real funny that that Luna was basically like, yeah, we're looking we're looking at, at our rotation, our bullpen, uh, catcher, yeah. and, and defense, and maybe a bat. I'm like, oh, that narrows it down. So you're looking oh, to upgrade. So, so you're looking for baseball players? Okay, well, all right. <laughs> And there's at least twenty guys. There's at least twenty dudes in my mentions on a weekly basis that talk about how they played ball. They sign one of them. Um, well, yeah, de- definitely do not do that. But I no, but I, I think you're right. I, I mean, it's December eighth. It's been about six weeks since the Astro season ended. It's been about five weeks. Has it only been that long? Yeah, it and that, feels that's what, like an eternity. And that's what I think. That's where I think the frustration because I mean, and I'm I know that I'm on I'm on a live stream with like a Houston sports radio. Like I'll I'll pay attention to see what the Rockets are doing, and I know that things aren't. Oh, uh, you don't need to do that. They're yeah. I'm I'm almost with them. Things aren't going great, from what I understand. They're not. Yeah, I would I would say not ideal would be my. That's my hot take right now. Is not ideal. I know the Texans have won a bunch of games in a row, but I think like for me, ideal, who's, very ideal. Who's the for me? Who's who's basically like I watch baseball and and soccer. Um, you know that I'm just bored. I want them to do something because I'm bored. Like I'm I'm in a in a major. <laughs> Funk of writer's block, and I want something to write about so I can get a little bit of extra cash. And there's nothing, there's nothing to write. And and I think that's where that's why once again fans like me are stupid. And that's why uh, Jeff Luno is probably like drinking a glass of bourbon with his World Series ring in the bottom of it. 
Bourbon, I, I feel like he's a little bit classier than that. He's got a, um, he's probably got a nice port. Ooh. Or a, um, or maybe even not, I, I don't know. I wonder what, what do you think he, what do you think his go-to drink is? He's I'm, a classy guy. I'm going to go martini or gin and tonic. Martini's good. I bet he is gin and tonics. It's gin, gin and tonic's not a good drink, but that's a good, it's a good guess. What if it was something just like ridiculous, like, uh. What's a uh, he likes Cape Cods? <laughs> he's a Long Island iced tea kind of guy. Ooh, I hope he's not. I hope not because nobody likes a Long Island iced tea kind of guy. I'm I'm gonna check something real quick. Okay, uh, for some reason Jeff Luno follows me on Twitter, and he followed me before he became GM of the Astros, which I I oh do, well, we got a, we got a name dropper. I do not understand. There's there's a I'm lot just, of things. There's a lot I, of things. I tried to explain this to you that. You, you're not only you're a good follow because you're a funny dude, but you are there. You're an informational account. Even and Goldstein alluded to this too when he was on there. Like you have, I don't. I if if I was in the front office, you would be on my very short list of of places, websites, and or writers rather that I would both that I would check to see what the true pulse of. Of the of the fans is of the intelligent fans that you would want to see, that you would actually care about their opinion, not the ones that just started watching the sport and boo when there's too many foul balls in a row. <laughs> too many Hit it in bounds. Stop <laughs> hitting it out of bounds. Like oh god. I don't know. That's that's still. I mean, as long as I've been at this, it's still really weird to to think about that. But but I will. I'm gonna send a direct message to Jeff Luno because he's not obviously not doing anything else. Uh, right. And see if he'll come on. See if he'll come on the show because I think yeah, he, I think he might. We need to get Goldstein back on too. Um, no, we need to get Goldstein back on. And I need. To, I'd like to. I'd like to know what. Um, why? Why McCullers and Bregman don't like me now? I, I don't. I don't know that they dislike me, but I'm, I'm wondering if because I I now have a job in the in the media, if they're just a little bit more careful. Ooh, it's you're not a little like, less trusted because of your legitimacy. Right, That's right. Interesting. So, like, um, and I, I know, I mean, McCullers does the, um, he, you know, he comes on the station and, and he does uh, Mad Radio. So, uh, is that the one with Seth Payne? I didn't, I didn't do anything to uh, to make him mad, but like, I think that, yeah, I'm a little bit. It's not a fun fan podcast now that I have a, a show on the radio. So, I, I don't know, and I'm not trying. That's not like a humble brag at all. I'm, I mean, this is, we're on the Sports Radio 610 page, but I think that maybe they may have something to do with it. Because, I, but I just want Bregman to come on. I want to talk meat mill. I want to talk some. I want to talk hip hop. And then you know, McCullers has a year to heal. I want to. He he came on. He came on two years ago. That was cool. Yeah. And uh, and it was it was coming off an injury, and then they ended up winning the World Series. So I. There's a clear know. pattern. The pattern's been set. Yeah. So I'd love to get them on. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd love, maybe we should start get well planning the um because uh, we don't do um. We haven't done any guests on on the, on the shift, uh, so you and I should just take advantage of it Let's and steal it. them all. And I'm I, I feel like this is like a, I'm back. Like it, it's been a it's been a rough it's been a rough couple months, but but it's for for everyone that's that's listening because of Lima or whoever downloads this on iTunes from Lima Time Time. Like we're I think we're back. I think we're back. Yeah, we yeah we needed to be back. Um, I think we we hurt our we hurt our fan base um, by just. It was, I mean, it, it was a pretty rock and roll move to just not care and just not do episodes. <laughs> borderline negligent, and by borderline I mean absolutely negligent. But 
But sometimes you, they, people respect. It's like the uh, yeah, they they respect that. Well, I it's think like, it's, it's like how, it's like the Astros front office and how they they deal with it. They don't. They really couldn't care less about what we think. Well, I, they're gonna they're gonna do their thing. They're gonna do Astros baseball, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, let everybody that works for the organization walk. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about us. <laughs> <laughs> I I like to I, I like to think that because of winning the World Series in in 2017. Last year there was so much noise, and I'm and there's been a lot. There, there's a few more Astros based podcasts uh, that are out there, and I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm trying to throw shade or, or no, dog there anybody. Should be, there, there should be. I, I was when we. I mean, when we st- yeah, when we started it, I was. I thought it was. Uh, it was borderline egregious that there. It was just us and that whatever the um, whatever the other one is talking Strohs. That was it. Yeah, but I, I think there's there's some respect. There's a point where when everyone in the room is shouting, and there's one dude sitting at a table like with his with his finger over his lips, you're like, oh, oh crap! Like that was us. Like we just we just went silent. Like we we've got things to say, but we'll wait till it dies down and we'll say them. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah. No, we just yeah we just or just got lazy and um, that's been and a dog chewed through my and then and then, and then and then the shift started here on Sports Radio six ten. On Sports Radio 610. Nice. So I was getting my little fix doing that, and then, and, and you're coaching and doing your thing. So I, it was just, it was a perfect storm. But uh, this is nice. It's nice to, uh, to have you back here and having kind of like the two worlds collide. Yeah, I love it. So let me. I ask- wonder. I wonder if Derek Fogel's jealous. I wonder if he's like, man, I should have said he had plans tonight and couldn't do it. I wonder if he's just like, man. I hope he is. Yeah. So let me ask. So let let's let's, okay, so let's talk some Astros baseball. Let's let's actually talk about the Astros baseball. Uh, who would you who do you think is more essential at this point in the offseason uh, to re-sign? Charlie Morton or Marwin Gonzalez? Oh man, um, that's that's tough. Uh, I have well, I have two answers. I have a logical answer, and then I have. My like my fan the heart answer. I think I, I the logical answer is, and this is uh, money wise and just team need based. I think Charlie Morton is uh, at this point, just given McCullers going down. I think he's I think he's crucial. Yep. Um, but uh, that that being said, I think that um, I think that Marwin Gonzalez is. Sorry, I'm blocking the feed with my hand right now, guys. Um, I think Marwin Gonzalez is. Oh, cool! I took a screenshot of my own hand. Did y'all, how, how, did y'all like that? Did y'all like the screenshot of my own hand? Um, I think Marwin Gonzalez is is crucial to what to what Hinch does um, and how he gives players the day off and how he is a starting player. Or he was a starting player on this team, so he was just, you know, playing wherever. So I, I think that I, I found Marvin Gonzalez invaluable. Did he did he not hit as well as he did when he, uh, you know, hit thirty bombs and hit what he hit three hundred? Had like a nine fifty OPS. I don't even I don't know if it was that uh, in, in two thousand seventeen. So like so it's somewhere the sweet spot is somewhere in between. But Marwin Gonzalez, I think, is uh, is 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 just as important. I um he. He was my number one priority over everybody um, going into the offseason, and that's you know including Keuchel. I I would have liked Keuchel to be. I I wanted everybody resigned to be honest, and I was hoping that. All right, there we go. Sorry, I was adjusting the uh, 
the the camera. I was hoping that 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 Crane would just pay everybody. I know that's negligent, but <laughs> I was hoping that would be the case that he would just be like, let's keep the well, let's just keep this team together, and um for the for the like the next five years, and then we can break it up and go from there. But let's try to win as many World Series as we can. That that was kind of my hope. Yeah. But it's not the okay. So did I just did I just like dance around that? Uh, or no, no, I, I think that pretty much sums up like the 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 question. But I, you know, it's you need you you have to replace between McCullers and Keuchel and Morton. You're essentially trying to replace like what is it four hundred and let's see. So Keuchel threw two hundred. Morton threw about 140. McCullers threw about 120. You're looking at at trying to replace like 450 innings from from one year to the next. And I think, you know, if the if what I truly believe is that the Astros don't re-sign Charlie Morton, it's because there's there's questions about his shoulder that they're not willing to pay, and or they're not willing they're not willing to pay up to because they don't like what the answer will be. But I do. Okay. But uh, that, that's that's understandable. But I also think that you know, one one person that we're kind of sleeping on is Colin McHugh, who was a a pretty good starting pitcher when he was in Houston, and just circumstances forced him to the bullpen. So he's coming he into two. He's a front line starter. He was a front line starter on some very shitty teams. Well, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I, I think. Uh, it it doesn't get talked about enough how good he was in in the pen and in long well not in both not even long relief in short relief as well. Colin McHugh was great. That that then that's the thing that I when people when people have you know at Thanksgiving or uh, just people people ask me about what I think about the um, about the rotation given with given Keuchel and all that and, and then McCullers going down. And uh, and even Morton than all the chances. I I say that you know we, we need to forget, or we don't uh, we don't need to forget that we often forget how deep this team is. Yeah. There's a Brad Peacock. There's a Colin McHugh. There is Josh James. Uh, uh, Josh James is a starting pitcher. You've got. Um, I mean, there. And I and I think that they want to make him a uh, a bullpen guy. I, I but I don't personally know that. Yeah. Um, You've got uh, pretty much anybody, and then you've got Forrest Whitley. So um, th- th- those spot, those rotation spots can be can be taken care of in house without them doing anything else. Yeah, and I mean, and still be a. I don't even want to say uh, formidable. I think they could be a, a still an elite rotation if a uh, if you have Colin McHugh pitch like he did when he won twenty games. And you have, uh, and say you, you probably do have to re-sign Morton. That's why. That's why I think he's more important. I, but then you have Whitley step in, and then you have those guys to kind of piece together. Uh, you know, the the James, the the Peacocks, the Brad Peacocks got a raw deal too, because all he did was his job forever, and he just kind of fell to the wayside. <laughs> and then y- you've got CNL Perez. You know, the, the, the there are options. He looks too much like an Egyptian. He has a very strange haircut, and I kind of respect it. He's like an Egyptian, and he probably worships Anubis, and you know how I feel about Anubis. <laughs> I, I do. It's very yeah, well documented. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Kevin just said, yeah, and we got Framber as well. I mean, there, there are options. I think it, I, I would personally feel better 
and and that doesn't mean anything at all. But I would feel better if you if you re-sign Morton, so you go into the season with with Verlander, Cole, Morton, McHugh, and then you're fine. That, that's good. That's that's that great. Is good. But, but then your fifth your fifth spot is an audition, and you let you let some you let Josh James and CNL Perez and Framber and Peacock. You and let Whitley. them let them, and I think Whitley. I think we'll see yeah, Whitley in think, September. I don't think I don't think Whitley's quite ready, but I think he might. If they don't sign Morton, I think he's going to have. Um, he might be thrust into the uh, into the into the jungle. That's not a cliche. I made that up. Thrust into the jungle. That's a, yeah, start saying that, everybody. Just say if, if something re- gets dice, just say he got thrust in the jungle. That's, that's my favorite Guns N' Roses song. Um, that thrust in jungle. We got all right. But I I do think that. Um, you know, you look at Whitley, who had the unfortunate Adderall issue. Uh, you look, yeah, and we all, you, we've all had that. We've all had that. And, and you look at you look at McHugh, who pitched in relief for for the entire year, and the, their arms are fresh. I mean, you know, they didn't right, throw right. they didn't throw two hundred innings of of max effort. They they essentially got built in rest, and I don't think. Like I'm not willing to say that the Astros are so galaxy brain that that was that was the intention, but that's the result. And I'm o- and I'm okay going into 2000. I'd, I'd rather go into 2019 with one question mark in the in the rotation than than two or three, which is a obvious obviously that's a captain obvious statement right there. But but I think that but no, I think they course. can handle it. I, I, but it was it, but it was potentially very very scary to go like there was a moment where i was just like oh um not a, not a uh, not a window is closing moment i i haven't had that yet but i i know some people have but to have when when mccullers announced that he was getting surgery and then you have keichel and morton it's like oh shit <laughs> yeah have uh, th- three Contributing star. I mean, this these aren't just like guys. These are all. I mean, you have Charlie Morton's a hero. Dallas Keuchel's a former Cy Young winner and winner, and was a, had a great bound year last year, despite how he started. Dallas yeah. Keuchel is an arm that I would love for him to to stay. I don't know why he. I, I think people give it's that uh, love for velocity. I think he gets hated on because he doesn't throw hard. Yeah, but, no, that's exactly uh, what it that is. was potentially very very bad. To just or just uh, and a bunch of open spots that they that had to be addressed. So you went from like, oh, we're set up to compete for the pennant for this amount of years, and then you kind of have you have all those guys. You have Marwin, and then you have Correa having back issues, and you're all of a sudden like you're like, are we do we have a chance to get another one? And Al, yeah, no, and Altuve breaks his kneecap. Like that's that's that like. I hit my knee on like the, the on on the side of the counter, and and I didn't. The side of the counter? Are you are you like the are you the big friendly giant? What well, are you? <laughs> no, I the, the way our kitchen's weird, and and I it was dark. You have, tiny, you have tiny. You have a tiny island. I was trying to I was trying to walk around with the lights off, so I didn't. You know, whenever I'm trying to be quiet, that's when I'm at my loudest, and because everyone else is asleep. And and so when you when you sneak around trying to be quiet, do you ever do like the sneaky hand thing of like the like cartoon villains? Absolutely, the cat burglar. I love doing the sneaky hands. <laughs> weird, like you just you know, like uh, 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 I don't know. I, I like you look kind of like a praying mantis. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so, anyway, man, so shout, shout, to, shout to Sneaky Hands. <laughs> I I hit my knee and I I'm I'm sort of training for a half marathon in March and I didn't run for three days because my knee hurt. Like See, I, did you, I, just, I like, did you casually drop the I'm sort of training for a half marathon. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm I ran like four miles last Sunday, so it's, I'm not like deep. Into that's it. great. Eh, I'm, I'm I'm not deep into it, but. But still, like, I, I, my that knee hurts. That sounds like you're deep into it, that you're going to have to do something. I I did not break my kneecap and still leg out a double uh, to the gap. That's what Altu- what Jose Altuve did at the end of the, of the at the end of 2018 season is nothing short of heroic. Uh, the the butt he dropped is is one of the most heroic things. Yes. That's Will- that, um, that is Willis and, and, Reed. And he level. was clocked at the fastest speed of of, of anybody. And he was running on a leg that was completely destroyed. I think that that needs. I mean, that that shows you, and not that his character or how he played was ever in doubt or in question because it's not. We know who he is, but that to me that was even like uh, that's Willis. That was just where I was just like, we need. We are watching absolute Hall of Fame greatness. Yes, and that we need to recognize that this guy he is different. Jose yeah. Altuve is different. He is that good. And uh, we need to respect that because that he was him playing through that to me is astounding. And 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 McCullers throwing with with his arm being destroyed too yeah. is is I don't know if I'd say one A one B, but it's just as just as heroic. And uh, and that's the the kind of competitors that the, this team has. And um, I really like them. I'm a big fan of the Houston Astros. I like the, I like those guys. They're 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 my favorite team. But I I do think you know one of the things that I, and I and I appreciate Alex Rodriguez and his place in baseball history, and I'm, I don't hate on him for all the obvious reasons. But when he and, and maybe this is just his personality, but when he played, he it it didn't really look like he cared all that much. And I'm not I don't want to be one of those you got to pass the eye test like old school like journalists that don't like minorities, like that's not me at all. But but I. When when you watch like there was that when you say something about minorities, uh-oh. oh. Yeah, no. When when Altuve got to there was he he hit a double in the playoffs, and he got to second, and he he popped up, and and you could just tell oh, like yeah. oh like you could just tell like he is in serious serious pain, like yeah. and and to play through that that's and that's Willis Reed type crap right there and and well, no, if not more just because of. Uh, just the the weight shifting and the stuff that I mean I mean it's all your it's all legs yeah <laughs> to just plant but to run like that yeah it was um, with a heroic bro- stuff and I he, I don't I don't think he gets enough credit for just just how uh, uh, what's the word heroic just how heroic that is well I remember I remember AJ Hinch saying at some point during uh, during the playoffs and I don't know if it was I can't remember if it was against Cleveland or if it was during the Boston series where he was like I wish you I wish you could see what Altuve is doing to get ready for each game because and and it, that's the point where where I kind of thought okay you knew he wasn't quite right you know they right. they, they probably rushed Correa back too early from from the DL, they I mean, did they? I, I don't. I don't know with him because I just don't know. I'm, that's that's a whole other thing. But <laughs> he's an Ibiza. Um, Ibiza. Vicky Cristobal. The, <laughs> the uh, sweet. My dogs are fighting. I don't have any tapas. 
<laughs> and and Altuve, you know, I mean, and, but I guess it's it's the point with McCullers where where he basically said he's like they were like, look, your arm's already destroyed. You can go an inning every now and then, and it's not going to get any worse. And he's like, screw it, let's go try to win another ring, knowing I, I love about him. That's crazy. That's crazy. And but that, I mean, that is who he is. I mean, that he is a he is a gamer. No pun intended, because he is a gamer. He loves them streams, but um, <laughs> he's literally up all night, every night on Twitch, which I I respect that he's got another hobby, but he's going in on this video game stuff. Well, he doesn't have any... I mean, imagine not having anything to do for a year. Like, you, you're getting... That sounds, that, sounds, that sounds really terrible, because I'm like... I got borderline depressed when the... the uh, <laughs> not because of the Astros losing, but like when the... Uh, when the shift went into off season and we weren't getting the same amount of shows, I'm like, ah, oh, I, and then, you know, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, what I do. And that's, we're talking <laughs> the season is six weeks ago. Right. And I'm like, it's just stir crazy. So I can't, I can't imagine that. So, but I, I know I just, anyway, so, but he is, a the thing, that's one of the things that I like most about McCullers is that he only has one gear when he's on the field. And that's, I'm here to kill everybody, yep. and um, I, I love that bravado that he has. Shout to Bravado Spice. Bravado Spice. <laughs> still, waiting on, um, still waiting on my Serrano and Basil, by the way, and my canned oxygen shirt. Look, buddy, uh, Christmas is coming. I'll get it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get it. Um, we'll, we'll get it. They, I feel like, I feel like they, both of them owe us a lot of money. Yeah, but sacks of money. I mean, like bigger. I mean, yeah, probably barrels, wheelbarrows to just tie it all in with Bregman. But um, <laughs> yeah, nice. McCullers is an absolute like he's just he's a competitor, and uh, you know he's going to go out there and he wants to just just the way he talks about being a starting pitcher, and he's just because everybody throws out like, oh, he'd be an elite closer and this and that. He's like, no, I'm a starting pitcher. And he does not want to be Billy Wagner for sure. And I, and I, but I res, I respect it so much because he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants to do, and he's gonna go give you his all. And and that's even if his uh, he's got torn ligaments or tendons. So shout out to, shout out to LMJ. Yeah, big fan. He he won't text me back about doing the podcast. Come on the show. Come on the show. <clears throat> so let's so, yeah. let's talk about and and I don't know. I, I don't know what your time frame is. I'm I'm good for a little while. No, let's go. Let's talk to baseball. But but let's let's talk for a second about how Alex Bregman almost almost and I know almost doesn't really count, but he single handedly almost won two games of the ALCS. He came just short of a of a walk off home run, and I think that was game three. It's game two. Game two. You're right. And then and and where it yeah because it was in Boston and um, it yeah was, they. It was about, it was about a foot short away. of the Green Monster. They let the get on, and all of a sudden he's up the bat, and he just missed it. It was a, it was it. it was maybe maybe uh, maybe maybe a foot's too close. Maybe three three. He, to he, six just got, he got under it a little bit, but he he could tell that it wasn't gone from the jump. But like that, the pitcher made a mistake, and he was he almost he almost ended that. That would have been. That would have been incredible. Well, that would have changed the entire dynamic of that series. That would have been two zero up with three back in Houston. I still think the Red Sox would have won. Well, we'll come back to that because okay. there was was a right. game game four where Benintendi laid out and just by accident of, yeah. of being positioned perfectly right. And I know it wasn't an accident because Alex Cora and whatnot 
No, that but, was yeah, that was game four. But but Al, uh, Benintendi laid out and saved and saved that game. Like if, if that's game four, let's say Bregman hits that. And we're we're deep into what ifism here. But let's say Bregman hits that walk off. Astros are up 2-0. They could even lose game three, two one. But but that ball gets down. It's that's three one. With and, yeah, and you, have to win, you have to win one out of three against a team you've just taken. What th- three out of four? I mean, that, that uh, Bregman. If, if, if they, no, you know, honestly, if they lose, I hate talking about this stuff too because it just makes me mad. But um, no, if Bregman, if they steal that game too, just the way that that played out, where they had no business even him getting that at bat to have a chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's serious killing dejection. Yeah, especially after what the Astros did last time they were in Boston, and the only reason they got a game is because they stole one. The the review replays. stole one replays. Yeah. But so, um, so I mean, the Boston Red Sox were the best team in the majors. Uh, they were the better baseball team. They deserve to. Uh, they deserve to win. I have and, a, they just, and, they, and they just beat us. You got beat. We got beat. I have a I have a very good friend who is a a diehard, lifelong, like not bandwagon at all Red Sox fan, and he he actually texted my wife, and my what? wife. Why, why why is he texting your wife? Well, because uh, because you could this will this will explain it. I'm just it's fine. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Because I at first I was like, why is he texting my wife? And then I was like, oh no, no, it's cool. He was like, is is James ready to talk about this series yet? And it was like four days later. Okay. And and I gave it another couple of days, and I I texted him back, and I was like, okay, I'm. Were you that so you were that upset about this? Not of the the way it went down, just how they they just knocked us out. Yeah, no. I mean, how do you, how do you look so, how do you look so good through four games? And it, I think this, this, I think what happened in this postseason was sort of, uh, sort of we, exemplified. We were, beat, we were beat to hell. Um, I, this season needs to be. They need to be commended for what what they did. I can agree with that. But, um, but also, it's also they, frust- they were unhealthy across the board. They had no run production. Bregman was the only one doing anything, and, and that's hyperbole, of course. But um, you have you have Correa doing nothing. You've got an injured Altuve. You've got, I mean, just you had no run production, and they were still in the ALCS again. They won 103 games with all that going the, on. The best regular season in, in in franchise history. Like I we, I, I'm just in awe of of, of this team and, and these guys, and like I. It's 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 hard because we have such high expectations now. But like we're watching, we are watching a, a dynasty. I don't know. They may not, they may not win. You know, four World Series. Um, I I fully expect them to get at least one more. Okay, I wanna I wanna come I, back. I really do. But go ahead. All right, go ahead. No, I wanna cut because that that was actually on my list of things to 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 talk about. But I I texted my my buddy Lucas uh, and, and I was like, I'm I'm willing to talk about this now. Everything that that went the Astros' way in the 2017 postseason went the yep. Red Sox way in the 2018 postseason. I agree. I like, I, and 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 that and you have to be good for for things to break your way like that. One hundred percent. So I'm 100%. not. I don't count the Red Sox World Series as illegitimate in any way. It's not. They were. They were wire to wire. Uh, best team in baseball. Um. They gave it to the Dodgers. 
Uh, and God bless no, them they were good. They yeah. had the, the, that was a you had you had the the, the undeniable MVP Mookie Betts. What a year! Yeah. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but shout out to the Boston Red Sox. They they were the world champions, and, and they took care of business. And I, I just I wasn't mad about it. I didn't I didn't like a lot of the factors. There was some injuries and stuff, but I wasn't. They, the Astros losing this year didn't heart. It wasn't heartbreaking. We lost. The, the Boston Red Sox beat us. Yeah, and there was I mean, injuries and there were factors, but we got beat. They they caught those breaks. You have Jackie Bradley Jr., Scott Pasetnik. This um, <laughs> he totally did. He totally did. I mean, multi, multiple Scott Pasegna us. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I I respect I respect that Boston Red Sox team and uh, and Cora and they you know shout out to them. We'll we'll see you guys again because it's gonna be it's gonna be us. It's gonna be the Yankees. It's gonna be the Red Sox and it's it's probably gonna be the Indians. I don't and, until the until the White Sox mature some. Yeah. And then throw in uh, I don't know if the A's can will be back again. Probably not. Um, so just throw on. Throw in another wild card team or whatever, or just two random teams. But it's going to be the those those teams for the foreseeable future. Yeah, no, it is, and and it's it's. I mean, it's and it it's to the point where, you know, you it's sort of like the Premier League where you've got your your top four teams. And when they play each other, you you pay special attention, but you just try to enjoy the ride, like the rest of the year. And and no, I mean, I I can't argue. I'm not going to argue with with Red Sox fans or anything like that, but. There's nothing to say. Yeah, there's there, and, but I will I will say this that the you have to you have to catch breaks in the to to win a World Series, and the Red Sox caught pretty much all of them. But that the Red Sox yeah, were, they no, they, they absolutely did. The Red Sox were the better team over five days or four days or however many days it was in October, but. In less than a month earlier, or maybe about a month earlier, the Astros were absolutely the better team at Fenway, and it just wasn't their week. And sometimes that's what it comes down to. It does. It does. And that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's just sums up the baseball postseason for you is that you can get, you can get caught, or, uh, you, yeah, or you just, you, you catch a team on a hot streak. And that's why, that's why those wild card teams and those, um, I know that I know, like the, the the Colorado Rockies ended up getting swept, but that that team that won like how many games in a row did they win? They didn't. I don't think they lost a playoff game until they got to the World Series. And what was it? The Red Sox that beat them? Yeah, I think that's right. Was that the Red Sox second? Was was that the two thousand and that was that was oh seven. The oh seven, yeah, it was the oh seven. So yeah, and that, that Rocky team like sailed through the National League postseason. Yeah, and then just got got. And they just got got, but I mean, but 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 they couldn't be beat. They look like a team of destiny, and then they got got. I mean, it just happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's tough because I, I think that health wise, it, it, with 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 health, the um, the Astros were undeniably the most talented and the best team in in all of the major leagues, and I don't. I don't know anybody with any kind of baseball intelligence that would tell you otherwise. I, I know it's up for debate, and I know that that's well, completely how many, subjective. But how many times during, like, especially April, May, and probably June, did the Astros lose a game? And afterwards, you were like, "Last year's team would that that would never have lost that game. They would have, well, they would have gotten lot. that hit. They would have, they would have made that out. They would." 
something would have happened to where to where the 2017 Astros would have absolutely got that. I mean, it, at least they were they were, di- they were different. They were different teams, and I ha- I, ha- I hated to have to keep re- repeating this, but um, just because they weren't putting up these these slanted inning numbers, it was the clutch numbers like, yeah. like that. Like that all time offense was in 2017. That pitching staff was was all time. Yeah. Is an all-time pitching staff. Yeah, they, and they were flipped. So I mean, it needs. So they were winning these these two to one. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to compare it to the 2005 team because uh, that team full of nerds. I hate them. <laughs> but that's what it was like. They were they were winning a bunch of games where the uh, yeah they were just winning two one games. Yeah, one nothing games, and uh, it wasn't like the you know in 2017 where there were. The Memorial Day Miracles, where we're putting up twelve in an inning, and uh, you know, just the, the just rally, team. Ta- rally tarp on the Twins. Poor Minnesota idiots. You <laughs> get build an outdoor stadium, you morons. <laughs> I still I hate it. It's funny because uh, my co-host Derek on the show, we both, I mean, absolutely loathe the fact that they had the audacity to to build an outdoor stadium in, in, in Minneapolis. I yeah. still, we every time we bring up the Twins, I. I get mad and talk about it because it is stupid. There was a snow. They got snowed out of a game last year. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. Anyway, so yeah, that's just that's just dumb. They play outdoors and Tampa plays indoors, like exclusively indoors. That's stupid. Every you know team, what should, we know what's stupid is they should just blow up the trop and maybe give that that franchise to another city. Yeah. Speaking nah. of other cities, what do you think about the what do you think about the expansion? What do you think about the um, Portland? What do you think about Montreal? Uh, I think there are three cities that are more deserving of a Major League Baseball team than uh, than current Major League Baseball cities. I think. Oh yeah, I agree. So I, if I was to expand, uh, it would be or or just freaking relocate a team. Uh, I would go Portland, Nashville, and Montreal. Do you think? Okay, I. Uh... I agree with you on two out of three. You're going to disagree with um, Nashville. Yeah, and um, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say that they're undeserving of it. I just. I that doesn't strike me as Major League Baseball territory. Um, uh, there's some. There's some. There's some minor league. There's a there's a good minor league teams there in the uh, in the Tennessee area. Well, you know Nashville uh, has. Na- well, I don't know who their AAA. I I knew when I lived there. It was the Brewers AAA team. I saw Lorenzo Cain make one of the most unbelievable catches I've ever seen in a Round Rock Nashville game. Um, so yeah, so like so I mean I'm I'm probably being unfair, and it, and that's just and I don't even but I, it's it's there's there's some bias there because I I still don't. Respect them as a, and this has nothing to do with it being that the Oilers are there. I still don't respect them as a professional football city either. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, and I really don't. I just, it's the Vols. It's it's Rocky Top. It's I, I don't, um, you know, Vanderbilt. It's it. I, I not that the, there's a story tradition there. I just don't. It's not professional to me, and that's just and that's just a feeling. Now, Portland, I'm excited for because that is a cool city, and that. That sports fan base up there is uh, incredible, and they and they will be great for baseball. It'd be absolutely great for baseball to have a Portland franchise. I think, that, yeah, and and Montreal deserves it, if only because they. Screw- I, I, I don't know. 
I I miss the Expos. Um, I think the Washington Nationals are an abomination to how an organization organization should be run. I think yes. they should just give them back to the Montreal. <laughs> the Montreal. <laughs> they deserve. They deserve. Oh here, oh here's uh, here's Scherzer. Here's uh, we got here. Here's all our guys. Bryce Harper getting. I mean they. That lineup was ridiculous. They couldn't do shit. And and when they did, that's when you had the strike in '94. Or, or you're talking about you're talking about the nat. You're still talking no, about the, the yeah, nationals. No, no, the nationals are 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 snake bitten and no, they were, no, they were having a great year. But you know damn well the way Baggy was playing that there was no. The Astros were winning the '94 World Series. Ah, Baggy went down with that with that. Wrist. I know he went down, but they would they would they were still going to win it. That's that's probably true. Uh, but it would have been, that would have been a fun, that, but I don't that, care. That would have been a fun NLCS. So, uh, speaking of, right, so before, before we wrap this up, um, and I mean, I'm in no time crunch, so I just, I know we're all, we are over an hour. I, I have to, go uh, to, I have to go to the bathroom pretty badly. I just want to point that out. Well, thanks for saying that on, on the, uh, not really on the air or whatever we're on the stream. That's pretty cool. So yeah. shout out to you for doing that. Heck if yeah. you want to go do that, I can, uh, I can answer, I'll just answer, I can answer questions here. You want to go do that real quick? Yeah, yeah. Give me 30 seconds. All right, go do your thing. All right. All right. All right so shout out to you, Brad. Uh, Altuve will absolutely uh, stack another MVP. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, has multiple MVPs. Um, Danny, the Astros have a ton of heart. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. I think that's the thing that that's that's going to propel them over the top. Grant, if if they don't have um, the injury like curse like they did this past year, that heart coupled with like the the absolute talent, they're going to be they're going to be hard to fuck with. Um, let's see here. And, and Brad, beforehand, I sorry. The um, okay, so Paul Goldschmidt, um, he signed with St. Louis, so no Goldschmidt. Um, people want people want Bryce Harper to sign here. I he won't. Did did, did he not sign? I thought did they sign him yet? I thought I thought they resign. I thought the Nationals resign him. Shows you what homework I'm doing. And Puig, we don't want. I don't want any part of Puig. Um, trying to think what other big bats are out there. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. No, I mean for like Bryce Harper, I'm pretty sure he signed, didn't he? I don't have anything else pulled up to where I can research because I'm using my phone for the for the stream. Uh, but what was I gonna say? Who knows? I'm not a professional. I don't know. Who knows what I'm gonna say? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I was gonna say. No, uh, if, no, I was okay. Here we go. If if they uh, if they did side Bryce Harper, I'm not gonna not gonna be upset about it. I'm not be mad. But they they signed Bryce Harper, but he is Cobra Kai, and I can't trust him. <laughs> but, um, I just I just yeah. caught the end of that. Okay, I'm back. Okay, so yeah, so um, did did Bryce Harper resign with with the Nationals? Did no. I did I read that right? Are no. they uh, are unless, they negotiating? Unless it happened this evening, I. Yeah, as of this morning, the Nationals were prepared to move on without Bryce Harper. Which is which is very funny to me because is it was it ownership the sole reason why we didn't get the deal done for Bryce Harper? Yes, because they wanted to re-sign him. Because yeah. they wanted to re-sign him. So <laughs> that's true. So, 
Fuck you, very you stupid organization in Washington. How dare you? Um, and that's and that just goes back to what I was saying before about what a, a terrible run organization, a waste of talent, just an, an abomination. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, send the Nationals back to Montreal. Make yeah. them the Expos again. Just send them. That's a cool. Uh, that's a, it's not even a cool stadium. It's just a nice little area. The that area belongs to the Baltimore Orioles. I don't care how terrible were they they were last year. They're going to get better because they get... shout, out, shout out to the new Astros. <laughs> no, um, they, the the Orioles are going to be. I, I don't know. They. I mean, who knows how prospects turn out? But they're they're uh, timeline. Okay, here's a fun one. Before we before we really talk, um, maybe some perspective, uh, some possible deals for the Astros, or some stuff they could do before we get off. Uh, what would you given given the, the Orioles? Front office and all the uh, the Astro they got they got they got our NAS, they got our rocket scientist yep um, which I think is a X factor I I have a I have an opinion about that which I alluded to in a morning post and I I dropped a I dropped one line in but I I wouldn't mind discussing it a little bit okay but well, yeah, go, well, go, well, go, I was gonna ask what do you think the the timeline on turning um turning that team of Adam Dunn's into a uh, into a contender because it's just a team full of Adam Dunn's as far as I'm concerned. Well, they're they're actually in a in a and I don't know the Orioles system all that well. Although they're also in the AL East, so you have to couple you have to you have to consider that as well. Yeah, it's true. I I can't I, I can't speak to the Orioles farm system, although I can't imagine it's terribly good. But it um, can't be. Ter- it can't be. I mean, they had the 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 resurgence year where you're like, okay, they might be a contender. But what what have they been? I mean, they should be. A, they should have at least been compiling some draft picks. They they. I mean, they're still the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. the 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 thing for the thing that the Orioles have going for them is that they were so god awful last year that they have the the number one overall pick and Mike Elias, their new GM, yeah. former Astros assistant GM, has yeah. has been in a number one pick scenario before. So that's good for them. Okay. They've got Sigmeidel, uh, who I I'm, I I never spoke a word to him. I've never had any interaction with him. But just from what I've read, like I miss that guy. I miss him already. Um, I think I've heard about him. He, he, well, he's just he's got that he's got that lore. He's got that mis- the mystery around him. Totally. There's just something about him. Great name. Great um, name. Former blackjack dealer slash rocket scientist. Like what? What what like his, that he's would like, well he's like a Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> it's true. Dolph Lundgren just like oh yeah former rocket scientist also Ivan Drago also an actor and all, does all this stuff it's just like okay well so yeah he's the Dolph Lundgren of, of of baseball front office. That's the title of this episode on the limited time time of SoundCloud <laughs> stream the Dolph Lundgren of baseball. Um, I like it. The uh, but but I, I mean the the Astros were in bad shape when Luno took over. And things were to say the least. Yeah, things worked out that within four years, I mean, so Luno comes on in what December of of two thousand eleven, and they they're on the verge of the ALCS in two thousand fifteen. <laughs> that's crazy. That's nuts. No, um, no, it, no, it is crazy, and everything happened like they said it would. Um, ab- yeah, abs- absolutely nuts that they that, that they pulled it off like that, and. Um, I for one will never forget it, and I don't think anybody who's a fan of the team will as well. No, but like that, uh, the the math on that is um, it's astounding. Just what they what they actually accomplished. Now they were they were so held- what they were doing was cheating and stealing signs. Oh yeah. my god, idiots! Suck it. 
I, but they also were helped by the fact that the AL West, top to bottom, was not the strongest. You know, the Orioles do have to contend with the Red Sox, who have unlimited resources, with the Yankees, who have more unlimited resources, with the Rays. And then the the American League uh, Nationals, called the Tampa Bay Rays, who sell even when they're whatever many games over 500. They had a really good year last year. I still don't understand that, but we can we can talk about that another time because no, I want to talk I mean, to Masters. The, the, Rays, the Rays have very limited resources but are extremely smart with the limited resources they have. And they, they are, but they can't. They can't keep it together, and like they just they lose stars, and they can't. They're right. I feel like they're always on the the precipice of uh, doing something. And they had a they had a really really good year last year. Yeah, no, they did. They, and they, they went up fifteen or seventeen games over five hundred in the AL East. I know that. Granted, they got to play the 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 Orioles a and bunch the, and the Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays, yeah. But it's still. Um, if you are uh, around five hundred or above five hundred in the major leagues. You are uh, you had a successful you had a successful season. You had a pretty good year, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so yeah, let's so, move on from that. Sorry. So if you if you look at what the Astros did in in considering four seasons from nothing to contention, but their division was weaker than the ALS, AL East is currently. You I can mean, only play. You can only play who's on their schedule. Yeah. So the I I think for the Orioles going into 2019 I think by 2025, you know they should they should have made some pretty impressive strides, but you can't give them the same timeline the Astros had. No, I, that that'll never happen again. Um, I think the closest is going to be the the Chicago White Sox. I I expect to see them contending by I'd say in the next three years. Yeah, they they've got the they, they did their rebuild in a very their the, the White Sox rebuild is is impressive in that they knew when to sell their guys. Like I think the Astros could have been accelerated a little bit, right? If they knew like, hey, Brett Myers' value is never going to be as high as it is right now. And he's also the worst person, and we all hate him, and we just nobody wants to talk to him. Just don't, and also don't, and never look at him in the eyes in the in the clubhouse. It's <laughs> a shit. He would get mad like when they try to give him coupons for like a free dinner for like winning player of the game or something. He just be like, I don't need this shit, and just throws it, and writes a country song, and says some racist, and runs out. And he says it's about heritage and not hate, and yeah, yeah, it's all messed up. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, then. why do you have a Confederate flag everywhere? Look, buddy, I like the colors. It's like, okay, Brett Myers, you piece of garbage. Red, white, and blue. Anyway, he was one of the might. He might be the. I have to put him behind Julio Lugo because Brett Myers. Oh. What? You got to put him behind the person who. Beats. There's, yeah, there's a few that, yeah, that, Myers, that are worse, but Brett Myers is very high on my disliked Astros list. Like like Julio Lugo, Brett Myers did beat up his wife. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, I, I would have. I was about to make a joke, and then I was like, I'm on a Sports Radio six ten feet. I can't. I can't have conjecture about. Or just no, like, Brett Myers. Yeah, he yeah. beat the piss out of his wife in Boston. Uh, how, how on brand is he? Yeah, then he is. Yeah, he's. I would say that he. I would bet my. If there was a gun to my head, I would have bet money that Brett Myers had had punched a woman at some point. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, that's not even a joke. If, if there's a gun to my head and said, "All right, pick pick one or the other," has Brett Myers ever hit a female? I would be like, "Yeah, of course." And, you know, I would live because I was right. <laughs> 
I'm not even being slanderous. This is all factual information. Fred Myers, piece of garbage, definitely an asshole. But like, yeah, we can't. We have no time for Brent Myers. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> all true stuff. This is all. This is no. This is no, no jokes. Oh. Anyway, all right. I'm laughing too hard. Okay. Um. Not at spousal abuse. I'm not laughing Cole at Hamels that. Cole Hamill's is finally like, thank God, Brett Myers got in on this. <laughs> Cole Hamill's like, I never thought I'd lose my crown to Brett Myers, but I'm happy to hand it over. I still haven't received a season assist, so Cole <laughs> Hamill, you're not off the hook yet, buddy. <laughs> I mean, stop being a racist. Okay, anyway. Oh, Go ahead. I can't even re- No, but I think I think for the Orioles, like they're they're four to four to five, maybe six years away. And they they need to hope that something goes wrong with the Yankees and Red Sox. Which like, it won't. So the the Yankees are they're still I, I they're still probably two years out. They still need to make, and then that's they could get some deals at the deadline and stuff. And uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the free agency. But they're they're getting there. I mean, they, still their rotation still doesn't scare me. It got better. You had you had Astros owner. You got you had Paxton. So that's uh, great, but he's still like it's still they don't they don't quite scare me yet. Yeah, and that doesn't mean they, that doesn't mean they can't beat us and that they're not capable of winning a World Series because they are. But I'm not scared of the New York Yankees, and I, and frankly, I'm not scared of the Boston Reds. I'm not scared of anybody if if we are healthy and playing our game still. I and, I, and I mean that. I agree with that. That I mean, but there's I mean the Red Sox came in. I don't know how healthy they were. The, yeah, no, I'm not scared of CC Sabathia. I'm, I'm, I don't like James Paxton, but I, I mean, no, he's he's but, wonderful. But he's also, I mean, he's owned us, but he's not somebody that is unhittable. No. So like, I mean, we haven't been able to hit him, and I and I get that, but like, it's not like a um, ah, he's not like a Kevin Brown that came in and just can own an entire series. I I still get. I don't know why I brought that up. I'm sorry, Astros fans. I'm sorry for bringing up Kevin Brown. Yeah, no, I mean he's not. He's that's not. still one of the. That's still one of the most impressive pitching performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, I mean he's not. Paxton is not. Um, Kevin Brown isn't even like. Then he just happened to be dominant. But he's not. Yeah, he's not a lights out number one. He's not a Verlander. He's no. He's and he's not Bud Norris against the Cardinals or Roy Oswald against the Reds. Like he's he's a he's a good solid pitcher. And when he's on, he's on. And very good. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a very he's a very good. Uh, I mean. I think he is number one starter potential, but I still think he is a uh, a Canadian, a uh, a number two plus, or maybe a one A one B type uh, starter. So uh, you know, don't, no disrespect, but he is not he's not the franchise. I think the Astros could have gotten Paxton. I have no. They no, wanted Paxton. I, I know they wanted him, but it, they weren't they weren't ready to part with the people who they aren't they're not parting with Whitley. Well, you're not. I, I think I think especially for someone like Jerry Depoto, who is not a very good general manager, I I I, th- I think there <laughs> he, he, he is not he's probably not very good. Yeah, I think that there was a, a, a for the Mariners you don't want to trade him within your division, and right. you know if you trade him to the Yankees you might have to face him once or twice. If you if you trade him to the Astros you have to face him, you know, four or five times maybe all the time and. And I think that yeah, no, I, I I agree with you there. I think that there's there's a psychological aspect of like because I mean like if if Keiko signs with the Rangers, 
like I don't think the Rangers are going to contend at any point in the next couple of years. But but I don't want to I don't want to see Keuchel in a Rangers jersey. Like I'm sure that for a lot of Seattle that, fans, they don't want to. That'd wanna... be very hurtful. I, I, it'd be hard for me. Oh, cool. That well, I just dropped my Skittles. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a real bitch. Like I was trying to taste the rainbow, talk some baseball. Now I'm pick up my Skittles. But oh man, okay. And then we're talking about Keuchel in a Rangers uniform. Am, am I in hell? This off season's the worst. Am I in real hell? right now like the devil like yep you are we're talking about Keiko and the Rangers <laughs> everything's bad Cole Hamels is here to talk to you it's like of course he's here he's Cole Hamels he's in hell why wouldn't he be he'd like a word anyway alright so yeah so I dropped um, so I dropped my Skittles so I can't taste the rainbow <laughs> I no I, I think I, yeah, I'm upset I'm a little I I, I, I actually um I expected Seattle to make a um, a run at uh, at run at Keiko. I kind of thought that'd be a place that uh, he may end up at. I mean, honestly, it's I'd like to see him in the National League. Milwaukee needs some starting. Atlanta, maybe. Um, I think I think I think Keiko does end up in Atlanta simply because McCann signed with Atlanta, and Keiko loves Brian McCann, and they could use him. I love Brian McCann. Who doesn't love Brian McCann? Everybody loves Brian McCann. I did. Um, yeah, the 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 the. God, we need Beltron and McCann here like perpetually. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I just wanted. I, I I considered McCann was was pretty much a Beltron, yeah. where you're not you're not com- you're not really contributing at all on the field, but you are giving life advice left and right to everybody, and he's everybody's mentor. Like the everybody on that in that clubhouse legitimately loved Brian McCann and he was there for everybody and i didn't i didn't necessarily know that about him coming in that, that he was like that he was that kind of guy that that he was i didn't think he was a jerk or anything but i didn't know he was like the kind of guy that was just like yeah rookie that doesn't matter uh, I, I'm here to make you get better and I, I'm gonna mentor everybody I, I, I love that about him well what I knew about about Brian McCann was that he'd like shout it at Carlos Gomez for like pimping a home run. And, and I didn't like, I didn't like that because, you know, I like, I like Carlos Gomez. I, I like that kind of, I like that as, I like that aspect. Rest in peace to uh, Luis Valbuena and uh, Jose yeah. Castillo as well. I want to, I want to talk about, yeah. We I, know, well, I just, I want to make it, we hadn't brought it up yet, but cause I'm, yeah, I'm that, that, that hurts me. Yeah. No, no, we need to, we need to close with that. But, okay, we, but I, but I, I, you know, I mean, I, McCann was always like sort of like the fun. Sh- he seemed like the fun sheriff. Like if you were having too much fun, like he'd be there to sheriff, tell you. Where to yeah, it's like he still upholds the law, but like he's not going to give minor impossessions to everybody. No, no, no. I think he what I meant. He was like the sheriff of fun. Like he would. Oh, oh, yo, he didn't like he didn't like fun. So then he was giving my piece to everybody. Yeah, yeah okay. and then and then you saw him like like he was in the robe like bury like presiding over the burial of Carlos Beltran's glove, and you're like maybe this dude's all right. And well, I, well, I think the youth. I think the, I think it was kind of a. Um, it, it went from both ways. I think that the the, the young guys. Made him feel younger, so I, I think he got some. Uh, he in that clubhouse, you can't you can't hate fun in that clubhouse. The the inventors of Club Astro, yeah, and um, that place was just like it would have to rub off on you some. And either 
you hate it and you're Brent Myers and you're terrible <laughs> and you just reject it at all costs and beat your wife or you embrace it and you just you get litty and uh, and you turn up to a few Drake songs. You turn up to back to back being played 17 times in a row. Yeah. And in, in the clubhouse. So, yeah, your your go to your go to karaoke is this is how we do it. Gotta be. Um, all right. So, uh, and I, there was one more thing about Brian McCann. He said in the Atlanta paper, um, within the last few weeks, he was like, he's like, look, my, my 2018, he goes, I should have had knee surgery right after the world series. Yeah. I I thought I could rehab it. And and I fully expect Brian McCann to be somewhat rejuvenated, but I don't think Astros fans need to, whatever happens at the catcher position, like it's not Brian McCann's fault. Like it's, it, I mean, it was, it's just a combination of things. And so, best, oh, no, I don't, I don't, I mean, is, is that a, is that a sentiment that you've seen out there? Cause I, I don't think that's something that, no, but I could, I, any rash, any rational mind. I mean, it is Astros Twitter, so you never know. Yeah, that's irrational. But, uh, I don't think anybody placing the blame on Brian McCann would be uh, not correct. No, and no, but I, but I could, but I could totally see Brian, it, it, you look up in July and Brian McCann's hitting like 270 and he's got like 20 home runs in July. That's just where he is age wise. Like that, he wasn't there to be a productive catcher. He was there. I mean, he was there to call a good game and, um, and a mentor. I, I don't, I don't know what I, and maybe that's just my expectations of him. I kind of knew what he was and he had some big hits in the 2015 postseason, mm-hmm. mainly in the ALCS. He had real big hits, but, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I think he was what he was, and he did his job, and he'll be missed here. Got and I ring. wish him the best in Atlanta. I half expected him to to retire altogether. Yeah, I thought it might happen. But, I mean, someone's like, hey, we'll give you a few. No, if somebody's paying you millions of dollars to, <laughs> to play and you've been there before, get yours. Yeah. Get yours as long as you can. And you get to go home to do it? Okay. All right. All, All right. right, so um, so last before, thing. Before we get to Louis, okay, before we get to, Louis, uh, to Valbuena, um, the catcher position. How do you feel? How do you feel about uh, just about what the, the uh, what they've done? I. It feels like they're going to go heavy platoon, and that that you've got one catcher who uh, Stassi, who does, right. who doesn't hit all that well, but he's great defensively. Uh, you've got Chirinos. I, I, I think Stassi has. A, I think he has a, a high ceiling bat wise. I think he's got great bat speed. I think with the with the reps, I think he could potentially be a, a somewhat decent offensive catcher. I think he could be. Uh, you know, last year was the most playing time he'd gotten, and so for, and, he, and he hit fairly well. I I, I don't. I mean, I I thought so. It, it may have just been a, a timely hitting. Uh, early, but, uh, in the, he had some. He had some big hits, and uh, I, I remember there was. Uh, I don't know who we were. Was it? Um, was it Chapman that he hit the that he turned on a hundred and one mile an hour fastball and hit it down the line? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it, it might have been his bat speed. I was just real impressed with his bat speed, and that. Um, I don't know. I, I. I'm not sold on Stassi by uh, by any stretch. But I'm also I wouldn't be opposed to them saying let's save some money and let's let's see what we have in him and and kind of roll the dice with Stassi as opposed to just kind of uh, run of the mill guys. Well, so Stassi doesn't have any options left. 
So right. if, if he's struggling, he can't be. He can't get sent to. Well, I, I've been used to saying Fresno. He can't get to, uh, get sent to Round Rock. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Shout out to Round Rock. We got. Yeah, I'm gonna be. be Let's do it. We should do a Lima Time Time at, slash the shift uh, Round Rock trip at Round Rock. It's an hour and a half away. Um, yeah. Do it. I mean, I like I like Square Pebble. That's kind of my my more my speed, and I am blocking myself for making that joke. So uh, stupid. So stupid. So, so I dumb. I think that for Stassi, he he has to know. Like, look, this is this is it, and not that another team wouldn't wouldn't take a flyer on him, but but this is the team. I mean, it's it's weird to think that he that Stassi's been with the team since 2013, and mostly in the minors, but but he's been up and down for. This will be like his sixth season, seventh season. Yeah, and that's that's again that's that's really weird. But he has to know, like, look, time's running out. Like, I need to put this together for for bigger stretches than I did last year. And he did he did pretty well in April, okay in May, and then it kind of trailed off trailed off after that. And he didn't. And then, but it was very sporadic in um, you know where he'd pop in the lineup. It wasn't as. Uh predictive as as it should be as a, at the catch position yeah so i'm i'm curious to see how you, you've got you've got stassi who can hit a little bit uh and is 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 good defensively and then you've got chirinos who yeah last year hit a little bit who in 2017 had his kind of breakout year uh, but he's a, he's a terrible defensive catcher. Like, are they going to platoon that? Like, I don't I don't know, and I don't I don't know what the, they're going to pay him. Like, like almost six million dollars, which is not my money, but it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. It's but a lot I mean, but his offensive numbers were. Um, I mean, they're he they, kinda, ran, they run circles around Machete. He well, so and and I, I I wanted them I wanted them to re-sign him. And um and go from there, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's what about they, they didn't agree with me. <laughs> I don't know what about Maldonado. I mean, he had some pass balls. Like he didn't have a good playoff. A, a rough, very rough postseason, and um, but part of that was on LMJ too, and not having caught him before. And 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 McCullers' uh, elbow being torn to shreds. But yeah, but I mean, but imagine, I mean, when McCullers was down before before they acquired Machado, and uh, so I mean, he had never really caught him. So to have somebody with that, especially that gets amped up like Lance does, yeah, uh, um, and throwing that, that high spin rate, you know, that will will get a little too amped up and will throw that curveball in the dirt in front of the plate a couple times, yeah, uh, and and has crazy movement on his pitches. Yeah, throws five different pitches. Um, you know, for his changeup, he's got a knuckle curve. He's got, and then of course he's got two different fastballs that it all have crazy movement. I mean, I, I think so. That's probably not the easiest thing to do in a, in a high pressure situation. But um, he wasn't good. No, he's not he, excuse for him. He just wasn't good. It wasn't. Yeah, wasn't very good. Uh, so for catcher, I don't. Uh, I, I'm really curious to see because I. I, I have some hope for Garrett Stubbs, who will be a Triple A. Yeah, he had a really good year, and again, the 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 Pacific Coast League is a, a is a hitter friendly league, uh, to say the least. But, very hitter friendly league. But I he's sort of my I wonder, you know, because I mean, catchers don't stay healthy 
hundred percent of the time. I'm right. I'm really curious because I, I I think he could make it and he could he could be the guy, uh, but. But obviously, the Astros are kind of shoring up the possibility that he won't be this year. So it's going to be really important for Stubbs right. to, to continue kind of his 2018 into 2019 uh, in order to get a real shot. So he's, right. he's sort of more than Whitley. We know what Whitley's got. We know what Kyle Tucker has at AAA. Um, but, but Stubbs is sort of the – Stubbs is – kind of the guy I'm watching in AAA to start the year just to just to see kind of what what he has and and could that translate to major league success right so I'm not listening to anything you're saying what do you say anything cool are you no, saying anything no, cool that, Probably not. That, that was all fluff that was all fluff fair enough fair enough no that works alright last thing and then I gotta go uh, Luis Valbuena I, so, so I, I kind of, when I have the chance, I do my hot links post. I start it in the evening just to make sure I don't catch the evening before, just to make sure I don't miss anything that's, that's happened that, that's sort of noteworthy. Uh, and then I check it real quick in the morning to see if anything happened overnight. And, and Valbuena, the Valbuena news came through and I really only had time to throw a line in there. And I was like, you know, Luis Valbuena and Jose Castillo were, were killed in a car wreck, uh, and later, and now we know it was they were freaking murdered. Um, yeah, which, <laughs> and and yeah. but I, it was a when I when I first put it on there, it was just kind of a one line thing, R.I.P. And and the more I think about it, and as as time goes by, I'm like, man, I'm gonna miss that guy. Yeah, yeah, he um, and and I the only post I, I made a couple of posts and I retweeted some stuff, but uh, I mean the main thing I said was that. He was, uh, aside from Hank Conger, um, who I'd put in, uh, on that 2015 team, Yeah, he was, he was my favorite player. Um, and he was also a, uh, a big run. He produced a bunch of runs, um, had some crazy moments. The, you know, the Oakland game and stuff like that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, so he contributed. He was, uh. Uh, a real, a, a real fun guy to watch play baseball and he, he helped rekindle rekindle my love for the game. Not that I ever hated baseball, but after that after that terrible stretch of Astros baseball, it was not you know it wasn't the best. So that 2015 team, and we talk about this, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum. But yeah. like, uh, it's they're special. That was a special team, and that was the start of this dynasty. And he was a big part of it. Uh, but just the the bat flips are hilarious and the bat flipping on the, on an opposite field single and then having, uh, nobody ha- having Mike fires throw at him and the, and the fans booed. Yeah. Nobody had fires back, including the team. <laughs> Thought that was the best. And we know, and we, and we know fires who has his name tattooed on both forearms and his upper back. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. keeps adding different places where his own name's tattooed, and in Guy Fieri font. <laughs> Never gonna not bring it up, fire. So like, just just get used to it, playboy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was just he had a love for the game. Um, he was like a, you know, he was like a Beltre, 
just a, a guy that always had a big grin, was having fun, and those are the kind of guys that are the, um, you know, that's the that's the heart and soul in baseball. Those kind of guys that just uh, that are that are everybody's favorite player that aren't superstars. Those are those are the guys that I I, I personally love. The guys that you, you know, everybody loves the Altuve's and the Correas and the Bregmans and the, all that stuff. It's the you know, it's the it's the gritty guys. It's the people that love Evan Gaddis. It's the people that love that you know love Val, Val Buena and Hank Conger. Yeah, just being um, not. I mean, not even necessarily having to be a character, but just like, oh, this is my favorite guy or Marwin. Um, anybody and, and, and Marwin's elite, and some of these are bad examples. No, but, but um, it's but, but everybody always has a favorite player that is not a superstar. That like, oh, I just I love this guy. You know, the the Jake Marisnik people. The um, they're wrong, but <laughs> I love Jake Morrison. That's a joke. I, I I think he's great. Um, at being a person, got him again. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I think those those kind of players are are they're my. That's where I find the heart and soul of baseball, or guys like or, or guys like that. And he was um he was infectious, and uh, he really will be missed. Uh, just, uh, just seeing him clown around, even when he'd come into town with the angels, just, yeah, the opposite, the opposite field single bat flip ha- had me laugh the most. I think that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen well, and, on a baseball field. And like bat flipping a walk, like that's amazing. And, and just, and but, so that's, yeah, that's having the wherewithal to know. So, I mean, it, it's comedic. He knows that it's, and, uh, so yeah, so, uh, fuck off Joey Bats. Yeah. the bat flip king was Luis Valbuena yeah, and uh, and then Puig you can you can you can go to hell too real hell sorry that, that was unnecessary <laughs> I didn't say that um, yeah Luis Valbuena will be missed um, Venezuela get it together as a country can you stop putting rocks in the streets to, to murder people yeah um and, and just there's a lot of that's just there's a lot of turmoil down there so uh thoughts and prayers out to to venezuela but to uh jose castillo another very good baseball player um the, and did you happen to see the the clip of the the stadium and them carrying the caskets the teams Jeez, no oh yeah um if you if you need a good cry no uh, i don't went, um it's 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 something worth watching just because um, as sad as it is, I love seeing stuff like that. Um, just because there's the the best way to see the resiliency and and then the love that 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 people have is is after tragedies and stuff. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, you will probably lose it. But um, yeah. So they were just care. I mean, the players were in uniform and in the stadium, walking around carrying the carrying the casket and it's, it's just so it's just so sad and um yeah it's one of those ones that you don't really expect to uh for it to hit but um well and and i mean like like, like mac when mac like when mac miller died that one hit me hard too and i had no i didn't expect mac miller to affect me but like he you know you know what i mean so it was just one of those ones that kind of caught me off caught me off guard and i'm like whoa like i i feel like the world is worse off because of this death and like I just and and Lucas Valbuena just had a special place in my heart. So um, yeah, Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman died on my birthday. Uh, yes, yeah, and, and that was that was sort of a similar thing. And and I just I, I just appreciate like Valbuena was he a was he a very good baseball player? 
I mean, comparatively to the rest of the world, yes. But as yes. far as far as as Major League Baseball players are concerned, like he was he was okay. Uh, but, but just he someone. Had, he had, he had, but he had flashes of greatness. He did, but someone who took that much joy in doing something well, like that's infectious, and and he didn't right. he didn't walk a whole lot, so you know. Yeah, for it, no, he, he didn't like to walk. He uh, he was definitely gonna try to get his. Yeah, so so he he drew ball four and bat flipped it, and I thought that was hilarious. And he was that, one of that, that, that is verifiably hilarious. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's great. And he's bat, bat flipping on God right now. It's just like he's probably, they're playing playing a field of dreams game, and he's just bat flipping all over the in in, in heaven with the real Lord, and the and the devil wants to play. And they're like, the devil, you cannot come to heaven again. The devil, you're not allowed up here. Like, can you please? He's like, why? I used to be here. You made anyway, your decision. That's my fun. That's my fun. The devil talk. <laughs> you made your choice, devil. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. He was banished. He was. I mean, he was banished. But that's neither here nor there. The the older I get, I'm more pro Cobra Kai and I'm more pro the devil, Lucifer. I'm like, well, I mean, (laughs) next time. That bad. He was a little vain, but you know. Next next time on theology time time. Uh, So yeah, yeah, somehow I'm the pro the devil now. I don't know. That's probably not the best take to have, but (laughs) but yeah, but but seriously, like that's that is a an absolute tragedy. Um, It reminds me of the Jose Fernandez. It reminds me of the. It's just. Car wrecks, and now that it's a murder, it just it hurts that much more because yeah. it's senseless, and it's just like, wow, come on, man. He was thirty-seven. He was on the you know on the the back end of his career, and uh, and Jose Castillo. How old was Jose Castillo? Wasn't he was probably in his early thirties, if not. I want to say no? I want to say Valbuena was thirty-three, and Castillo was thirty-seven. No, Valbuena was thirty-seven. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, so like, so yeah, he was. Uh, They're both younger than me, so so whatever. Yeah, Valbuena's one year older. I still, I, I need, yeah, I need, I need to keep as many players in the league younger than me, or, or, or older than me, or my age as I can, because that's that's how I, that's how I evaluate youth. If there are pro <laughs> athletes, if there are pro athletes in leagues that are my age or um, or older. Then I still got it. I was right. Valbuena was thirty-three. Castillo was thirty-seven. Oh, oh Castillo was thirty-seven. Okay, yeah. that, I, had, I had it flipped. So okay. I mean, I mean, regardless, it's no, that's that's irrelevant. That's just I was just trying to. No, their but age. I had so I had someone on on my cursed website. It was like I don't understand why people go to Venezuela. I'm like, that's where he was from. Like, like Luis and Valbuena he's always was back. That's his home. Like, shut up. Like, I'll I don't know st- why people. Go- Florida, but they do. I'll still drive through. I grew up in Pasadena. I'll still drive through there on my way to well, somewhere yeah, else. That's, and that's dicey. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I mean the the Don Key that that old. Been to Baytown. You'll yeah, get, uh, my well, wife's from Baytown. Don't go to Baytown. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Baytown. Neither do I. Sorry, honey. Um, I don't want to go there either. All right. So no, uh, no, but yeah. So yeah, that's a that's not a. You can't you can't blame a guy for wanting to go to his go home and play well, he, in the winter. He was also winter. playing ball. He's in a he was in a winter league. So yeah. So shut up, shut up about that. Yeah, just a, shut up. It's a terrible situation, and everything's terrible, and we'll all be lucky to survive. And <laughs> R.I.P. Luis Valbuena. It's all it's all it's all sunshine and rainbows. Um. Uh, so uh, thanks to anybody who uh, watched the stream on uh, on Facebook Live. This was the. Uh, the shift meets Lima time time. The return. Uh, 
We're back. James, give your uh, give your your Twitter handle, your your social stuff out, and then I'll uh, I'll, I'll let them know all the Lima Time Time stuff. Yeah, before we'll, they download this episode because I think it was a pretty good return. I think we did pretty well. We, it was it was good. Uh, follow me at I feel good at Astros County, and then I'll say Nazis are bad and lose like half of you. Oh, because there's a bunch of Nazi. Are you saying that my my listeners on the radio are, are Nazis? That's no, not- I was I was really close to ten thousand followers, and I was like, Nazis are bad, and suddenly I was down like two hundred. So there were. Well, always, it's it's what it's, I, I feel like that that probably did you. Uh, that's pretty good though. That, that they just you, that's a good that's a good filter. <laughs> <laughs> Screw them. Yeah, you want to say Nazis are bad, and then like, or to say Nazis are good, and see what happens. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> um, All right, this you, is fun. Uh, you can follow the podcast at uh, Lima Time underscore time. Um, we are the best Astros podcast and we're that back. exists. We're back. We're back. Um, it's off season, and but, but spell season S-Z-N. Yeah. Um, and then uh, listen to The Shift on uh, Sports Radio 610. Uh, it was nice to have my worlds combine uh, collide. Um, this was fun to do. So uh, I love you guys. I'll let you know next time that that we're on uh, we're on air. But um, thanks for tuning in. And uh, well, yeah, we're we're still here to talk baseball. So uh, we we won't let we love the Texans. We love um, we love the winning streak. We love how bad the Rockets are. Mm. But um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna always talk baseball. We're not going to let the Astros fall on the wayside. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, Danny, uh, thank you. I appreciate you uh, participating. And um, he said, he said, great show, guys. This was an awesome su- surprise. Sweet. And, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hunt. We'll pop up like this. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you, guys. So, y'all have a, a great weekend. And uh, see you around the bend. Screw Cole Hamels. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate. In Casa Ole. Ole! It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Ole! Casa Ole. Fresh today, every day. Ole! You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole! <laughs>